like just Google ASIS, it's the anterior superior iliac spine. Um, you find that bone in your hip, and then you draw two 45 degree angles down, and where they intersect is about where the round ligament can be. Hey everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Entering Motherhood, a podcast dedicated specifically to new moms going through this amazing journey in life. I'm your host, Sarah Bilger, a postpartum nutritional coach slash mechanical engineer. And as always, I'm so excited to be here with you and share all of the information I've been lucky enough to obtain since becoming a mom. I hope you enjoy today's episode about chiropractic care during pregnancy and postpartum with Dr. Jenny Malkiel. Here we go again. Hello. Welcome to Entering Motherhood. I'm so happy to have you here. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Sure. Hi, I'm Dr. Jenny Malkiel. Um, First off, thanks for having me today. I am beyond excited to be here to talk about chiropractic and pregnancy. Um, So I am born and raised outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I decided to go to Auburn University in Alabama for my uh, bachelor's in biomedical sciences, which is their pre-med degree. And I really never knew what I wanted to do. I always knew what I didn't want to do. Um, So I discovered chiropractic in the senior year at Auburn and decided to come up here to Spartanburg, South Carolina for my chiropractic college at Sherman College of Chiropractic and met my boyfriend of five years. Um, so now we're building a house here. We're settling down. Um, I've got four, five fur babies, um, including a little kitten we found in July. Um, but since I don't have any babies of my own yet, I decided to do doula training um, from Donut International back in 2018 um, because my favorite patient in clinics was pregnant and I just saw how much chiropractic helped her throughout her pregnancy, but I always felt a little disconnect um, since I haven't had children of my own. Um, so that's why I pursued the doula training and it really opened my eyes to a lot of different things that are going on in our country, um, internationally, and just really tugged on my heartstrings. Um, I don't know if you experienced of any of that, Sarah, going through your pregnancy, um, but I just fell in love with it. And now I love serving all of my pregnant patients and some of my doula clients. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I can mention now for uh, some of you that don't know, uh, Jenny was actually my doula, which is very, very exciting. So uh, when I was pregnant with Rosie, she actually became my chiropractor and then also was my doula for labor. And um, so what made you get into chiropractic care? Uh, so it was quite a journey. Um I kind of mentioned before I discovered chiropractic my senior year at Auburn. Uh, I was raised in a very, very medically minded household. My dad's a dentist. Um, so my parents had a lot of misconceptions about chiropractic um, and kind of ingrained those in me uh, growing up. But I had a couple friends in college who went to see a local chiropractor. And to me, I was like, y'all are young, y'all are healthy. 
like, why do you need to see a chiropractor? So they kind of explained it a little bit to me. I went and visited their doctor who then recommended me to go visit college. And so that's when I went up to Sherman um, and everything kind of fell in place. Like my, I did not realize my ideology lined up so well um, with chiropractic. Um, from a young age, I was having daily headaches. Um, I was having a lot of migraines um, throughout high school. And just in case you don't know, that's not normal. Um, and so I always wondered why my neurologist that I saw was always throwing prescriptions at me. I even asked him to take imaging. So he did a CT scan. Of course, that was normal. Um, so I didn't really find much relief uh, until I got into chiropractic chiropractic care. Um, and now six years later, being under a very consistent care, I rarely have headaches. I can't even tell you the last time I had a migraine. Um, so chiropractic has helped me on that account and many, many others. That's awesome. I think it's crazy how, you know, the things that kind of like we find to help ourselves, we end up then doing to help others. So I, I think mm -hmm. I think that's a really awesome kind of pattern of events that, you know, this was something you sought out to help yourself. And then you actually fell into it and was kind yeah. of, I love this. Like, I want to do this and I want to help other people with that stuff. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think that's great. So um, could you tell us just a little bit about how you assist new moms during a prenatal appointment and why it might be a good option for some of our listeners who are pregnant right now and considering it? Of course. Um, so the my little soapbox I'll get on um, is definitely you want to find a chiropractor um, who is Webster certified. So what the Webster technique is in chiropractic um, is that the actual technique for perinatal chiropractic. So everything surrounding pregnancy, birth, and some postpartum training as well. Um, so who does the Webster training is the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. So you can actually find one in your area. So if you go to the ICPA for the number four kids.com, you can actually find a chiropractor in your area who is trained. Um, so I originally took the training back in 2018. Um, and what the technique focuses on is your sacrum. Um, so it might not feel like your doctor is doing a lot for you because they might be adjusting one bone every visit, but the sacrum adjustment can be so important during pregnancy um, because it actually has a lot of articulations in your pelvis. So the sacrum, I don't know if you know what it is, but it's that triangle bone that sits between your two hip bones, um, which are called your iliums. So one sacrum adjustment can actually reset your two ilium bones. It can also reset the base of your spine because it articulates with L5, which is the last vertebra in your spine. And then it also can reset your two hip joints where your femur head um, and that ball and socket joint sit in your hips. Um, so even though it seems like there might be adjusting one thing, it's doing a lot for you and your pelvis. In addition to the sacrum adjustment, there are also three muscle and ligament contacts that I perform. Um, so that's going to be the piriformis muscle, the round ligament, and the psoas muscle. 
So the piriformis muscle attaches to your sacrum and runs to your trochanter, which is on your femur. Um, So what can happen with the piriformis muscle throughout pregnancy is that it can be spastic where it can almost feel like a ball underneath your glute. Um, That's something some women experience. Um, And then also too, it can cause that sciatica pain that shoots down your leg that a lot of women experience. And I don't think you've experienced yeah, no, I I don't remember having anything quite uh, in my leg or mm-hmm. the glute. Yes, and not everyone's the same. Um, yeah, but that that can be very annoying for a lot of women. Um, so I do a sweep with that with a myofascial release tool just to help work out some of that tension. Um, on the front side, we do around ligament contact, um, and with the round ligament, um, I don't know if you've experienced this either. Um, But a lot of women will feel almost like muscle spasms in their lower abdomen, or maybe they go to stand up fast or get out of bed and almost have to double over. Did you? Yeah, I know that one we we focus on a lot. And I definitely think that was helpful. And I even would kind of massage in that area myself. Yes. When I wasn't in an appointment with you. Exactly. That was that was somewhere that I definitely focused because the weight of my belly was just so strong that it kind of pulled mm-hmm. at that yeah. muscle. So that's um, something I find in hold, but the actually, so the round ligament, it does attach the uterus to the body wall, um, but it also is one of the only ligaments in your body that has muscle fibers in it. Um, so it can actually act like a muscle and be spastic. Um, so what I do is I find it and I just hold a very, very light pressure on it with my thumb. And that helps release some of that pressure too. Um, and like Sarah said, I like to teach you how to find and massage it yourself too, because you, you can do that at home yourself. Yeah, it really helped when you pressed down in there. I don't know if you could explain that better sure. in so, words. <laughs> um, how you find it, it's, it's, it'll be hard to explain, um, but I always teach women to find it by finding find your belly button first. And then you go over to your side. And if you need to look it up for um, like just Google ASIS, it's the anterior superior iliac spine. Um, you find that bone in your hip and then you draw two 45 degree angles down and where they intersect is about where the round ligament can be. Um, it can feel like a little ball or a little pea, um, pea-sized ball, and then also it can have a pulse in it too. Um, but your chiropractor should be able to show you too. Yeah, I like that one. Um, and then last but not least, especially, is the psoas muscle, um, which can be <laughs> wreak havoc for a lot of different people. Um, so definitely Google the psoas muscle muscle if you haven't seen it yet. So it's P-S-O-A-S, psoas. Um, so the psoas muscle attaches to your lumbar spine, so your low back. It wraps around to the front, goes flat on your pelvis, and then attaches to the trochanters on your femur head. So you can imagine that can, um, if it's tight, it can really pull your pelvis one way or the other. Um, do you remember these stretches? 
No. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is it's a silly way how we do it, but I find it um, it's that same bone in your hip, the ASIS. I go a little medial to that and then bring your leg up to stretch. Oh, it. yeah, yeah. Yep. I yep. remember doing that. <laughs> yeah. So that's what was working the psoas. Yes. And I teach you, I personally, not every chiropractor might know this release, but I, I have a passive release that I teach my patients so they can do it at home. Um, and I even do it myself. Um, and it helps my low back. Um, so <laughs> all of these things together. So the sacrum adjustment, those three other muscle and ligament contacts work really well together to realign your pelvis. Um, and that can allow more room in your pelvis for your baby. Um, so it can lead to better positioning for your baby. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think your baby was ever breached, Sarah. No, yeah, no, she never, she never, she was pretty head down uh, early on and she stayed that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's, I I think I remember, Um, but it can be very helpful in getting baby into a better position. Um, So chiropractors who treat um, women and are certified in Webster actually see a lot of breach pregnancies or breach presentations um, because it can help the baby and get into a better position since there's more room in the pelvis. Um, so it's amazing for that. It can uh, help ease back pain. Um, did you experience any during your like back pain? Yes. Um, I think I would have experienced more if you weren't adjusting me because I definitely saw a difference after I would go in for an adjustment and uh, just like talking to other women and seeing kind of what they were experiencing compared mm-hmm. to how I was feeling, mm-hmm. I was convinced that it was <laughs> because what you were doing that yeah. helped tremendously. Oh, for sure. And too, like um, if someone comes in who's pregnant and if they still have headaches or maybe they have shoulder pain, I'm still going to look at those areas, but I always go back to the pelvis too. Um but a couple other things it can help with, it can help ease pregnancy symptoms like hormonal headaches, nausea, heartburn, like I said, sciatica, and even hemorrhoids. Um, so not just for back pain. Um, and then also if you're under consistent care throughout your pregnancy, it can help shorten your labor and birth. Um, so also too, don't think if you go get one adjustment, like <laughs> it's going to help maybe tremendously. It's being consistent throughout your care. Um, and through your pregnancy. And that's something Sarah did very, very religiously. Yes. Um, And the last thing too that can be amazing is you can actually get adjusted during labor. Um, So I do have women that want to drop by when they're in early labor, or I've even gone on home visits. And that's something I love, love, love to offer are home visits. Um, So I can kind of pop in and help adjust mom during labor to help hopefully speed things along. Awesome. Could you talk a little bit about the pillows that you use? Oh, yes. For pregnant moms? Yes. Um, so also too, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mention, um, we do have, um, chiropractors have support for pregnant women. Um, so some, some chiropractors might have a table that will drop down to allow room for your belly and your baby. I personally use pregnancy pillows. Um, so they look silly, but they're pillows with 
hard and soft foam with a big hole in the middle. And I do have two different sizes. So there's a smaller size and a larger size. So typically smaller would be for first trimester, second size would be for second trimester, and then combined the big and the small would be for third trimester. Yeah, because that was something that I was kind of worried about, like, how am I going to lay down while I have this big old belly? Yeah, and babies, in in belly, you do have so much fluid, it is is safe to lay on the pillows and on your baby. Mm. You have a lot of protection for them. Yeah. Yeah, and they're fun to kind of maneuver and and get up on when you're waddling all over the place. (laughs) So I know that you help me personally with my posture, and that's something that you really focus on with all your clients. Do you think you could touch on that and give us a little bit, uh, maybe some pointers or something to focus on our posture? For sure. So with posture, um, I'll preface by saying throughout your pregnancy, your body is going to change so fast in nine months um, and immediately in your postpartum phase that um, I do start talking about posture and especially tying in with breastfeeding, um, but you can only do so much during your pregnancy. Um, But what I see the biggest um, in my practice is I would probably say 98% of my patients have some type of forward head posture, or I'm sure you've heard of tech neck before. Um, But another fancier term can be upper cross syndrome. Um, So what happens during upper cross syndrome is you get really, really tight chest muscles, so on the front, and then very, very weak back muscles on your back. Um, So that's what can lead to a lot of like rounded shoulders, um, forward head posture where the head is actually forward and um, to the shoulders. Um, And that actually can put a lot of strain on your spine and can cause some of that back pain too. So, of course, chiropractic adjustments are going to help your body adapt um, to your pregnancy and help with your posture. But I also highly, highly recommend incorporating some exercises and stretches as well. Um, So I'm sure I I gave you probably a lot um, to do, Sarah. Yeah, I remember kind of like doing things like um, on like the ball or like on the table and I'm trying to explain it in words. It's so easy to kind of show. Yeah. Then, then do it. Um, well, I, I definitely did pelvic tilts yeah. <laughs> and rolls yeah. on the ball. Yeah, those were – it's almost like a cat-cow, but yes. focusing more so on the pelvic. Exactly. And um, I, I do have an app to download. So this is my personal practice. I usually assign people – personalized routine that will go to your phone. Um, So it just makes it easier. It has a video and everything. Um, But just to start out too for um, treatments for posture, obviously, like I said, adjustments help. Um, But even, I mean, you can literally start working on your posture today by just being more aware of your posture. Um, So I always recommend just thinking about having shoulders rolled back. Like think like old school PE exercises. Um, Like did you ever have to like roll your neck out in PE or like roll your shoulders or your arms out in PE? Right. Like do the little circles. Yeah. And that really, as silly as it seems, it can help your body a lot. Um, 
let's see, um, and even think, so like I said, shoulders rolled back, having your chest up, um, having your center of weight over the center of your feet. Um, and just being aware can do a lot for you. Um, and then if someone's wanting to be a little bit more rigorous, I recommend uh, different uh classes like participating in yoga, Pilates, bar classes. Um, my favorite's yoga, but that's me personally. Um, and I know, Sarah, you do a lot of yoga as well. I like yoga too. Yeah. Yeah. And I even took a, like a prenatal yoga class. Mm-hmm. Very relaxing and and fun to do. Yes. And it, it does a lot for your posture. Um, so just think chest openers, um, stretches for your Front. Like I said, with the upper cross, you get those tight chest muscles. So always think about stretching your chest and then anything to strengthen your back. Um, so, I mean, even if you're at the gym, like do some roll, rows, excuse me, do some rows, um, do some lat pull downs. Um, so you can even start working on it literally today. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think there was one too that was in that app that uh, you had sent me to do the exercises. I, I kind of like put my arm against the wall. Oh yeah. And then and then pushed my chest mm-hmm. straight and like boxed it off. Yeah, so that so that, that pulled um your pecs, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that one. That kind of like helped me stand up straighter and and focus on Yeah. Uh, and I even do these, like if I'm sitting at my desk, like I'll probably do some of these after we stop talking. Um, just because, I mean, anyone can do these, but yeah, you can do it on the wall where you put your arm up, um, find a doorway if you want, you can do both arms at the same time, um, or even find a corner and put, put your arms up at like 90 degree angles and lean into the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And then. I can't remember if this is one that you had taught me, but taking your hand and and following up, up the center of your spine and then almost taking both of them. It might have been in the in the app exercises or mm-hmm. or something, but then you almost like put your hands in a praying position up your back. I don't know if that was me. I don't <laughs> Because that was one that that I had used, and it kind of forces you to sit up straight. If you if you put your hands in a praying position up along your spine, oh yeah, that does chicken wing your arms out. I feel like that might be a yoga pose. Maybe I, I don't think I give that one, but now I might. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's one that I I've always kind of yeah used, and then and then I start down at my lower back and I slide them up. Oh, yeah. So then it pushes. Yeah. And then, I mean, even um, I know I'm sure, you know, like bird dogs, like, do you, do you know those on yoga? Like if you're in a, a um, on hands and knees, like tabletop, you can reach out the opposite hand to the opposite leg. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that's superb, it's, especially if you keep your neck aligned with your spine and straight. Um, yeah. And then if you flip over on your back and do the opposite, it's called dead bugs. And they're so silly, yeah. but they help so much. Yeah, I've done those. And that's another thing also too, like doing a lot of stuff on my back was helpful mm-hmm. while I was pregnant. Like if it if it was something that, you know, normally you do yeah. flat down, mm-hmm. you can just reverse it. Oh, for sure. So then, you know, that's all while you're pregnant and leading up to labor. 
But then after birth, what are some things to be aware of and when should we be looking to go back for a postnatal appointment? So um, for postnatal, I have had some moms that want to be adjusted right after birth. Um, They kind of understand that birth can be a little traumatic to your body, um, no matter if it's a vaginal birth or a cesarean, um, there's birth trauma either way for the mom and the baby. Um, so I I offer home visits as soon as possible postpartum for mom and baby, um, especially for the mom's hips and pelvis. Um, so for that, I usually do um, a modified version of Webster as long as, um, as well as another technique that I'm certified in called torque release technique. Um, and also too, I utilize the pillows as well because even postpartum, mom might need some extra support or maybe too with um, milk coming in. A lot of women have tenderness in their breasts. Um, so I even use pillows that way as well. Um, but for the mother too, Um, you're transitioning from this baby you've held and carried that weight inside of you to transitioning to carrying your child and that weight outside of your body. Um, So when you're pregnant, it's more, I guess, central weight you're carrying. But when baby's on the outside, it's usually unilateral weight unless you're using baby carrying techniques. Um, So I really focus on the pelvis right after birth. Um, And then for the baby as well, uh, I personally in my practice offer complimentary adjustments for newborns um, just right after birth. Um, So the youngest baby I've adjusted was four days old. Um, but I mean, I still have babies that come in at four to six weeks, um, and it's totally okay. It's still going to help. Um, but for babies, what I find, um, and an adjustment for a baby is not the same for an adult, but you can think of the pressure I use for a baby as testing the ripeness of a tomato. So very, very light. Um, But birth trauma for baby, I typically find um, a misalignment or subluxation at the base of their skull or the first vertebra in their spine at C1. Um, I definitely look at their sacrum and their pelvis, and um, I scan their whole spine too. Um, And as well, I do a very, very light um, cranial bone sweep too, and that can help relieve intracranial pressure. So there's, there's a lot you can do for right after birth. Yeah, I know um, that is something that I did not take advantage of, but I, I definitely think it is it's needed and helpful if you feel like something's off or or out of alignment. I know that I did go in. Um, it might have been it was when I think I was back at work, so it was it was a few weeks postpartum, and I was breastfeeding. And there was a lot of weight then that I kind of felt I was shrugging my shoulders over to hold Rosie. And then the weight of my breasts with the milk, I think all of that was just kind of forcing so much pressure forward that I kind of got a point almost like in between my my, um, shoulder blades. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So could you kind of explain like what you do in those kinds of situations? And if somebody's feeling pressure there due to breastfeeding or even just, you know, now carrying their baby? Yes. So I exactly what you described is typically what I see, um, especially to first time moms or even if it's fifth, fifth time around, um, it's it's usually about the same. Um, but with breastfeeding, like y- you don't have to have pain, um, but you'd have um, what happens, like you said, you get those rounded shoulders and again, you get those stretched out back muscles because I'm sure too, you're looking down a lot at your baby to make sure they're latching, they're holding their latch, they're getting enough milk. Um, and two, a lot of women don't realize you can utilize different positions to breastfeed too. Um, so I try to educate a little bit as well or recommend a, um, an IVCLC in the area. Um, but with breastfeeding, it, I typically see subluxation at the lower neck or upper back. Um, so I focus a lot on C7, which is the last vertebra in your cervical spine and your neck. Um, and that is has another name as the vertebral prominence. So I'm sure everyone right now can reach back on your neck and feel that one little hump, um, that one vertebra that feels bigger than all the rest. Um, so that's usually the problem child of breastfeeding. Yeah, that just reminds me too, you know, I was always looking down at her, you know, making sure that she was latching okay. And just because I wanted to look at her mm-hmm. that, you know, I wasn't flipping my head the other way or even looking up straight I was constantly yeah peering down at her mm-hmm. so and I have so many so many moms that say like I just it's hard not to yeah uh, but um it also can be helpful for the baby too um to get adjusted um not necessarily for you but for the baby um but when I see a baby come in um with potential feeding issues um so that could look like the actual latch, maybe you're having a shell latch or they're having um, trouble staying latched or latching in the beginning. Um, some babies seem to feel the need to suckle 24 seven um, or they have just a very increased amount of spit up um, or even um, constipation. And two, I look for one of my red flags is if a baby is only turning their head one way or if they're preferring one breast over the other. Okay. So that might be a clue to kind of, they need to get an adjustment. Yes. Um, so what would that be? Like if they're, if they're only wanting to turn their head one way. For that, I typically see uh, subluxation in that very, very upper cervical area. So occiput C1 C2, because um, those those are the bones that allow your head to turn. Um, the C2 bone is literally called axis and allows that um, first bone, C1, to rotate on C2. Um, so I definitely always check that area. Um, I don't know if Rosie ever experienced that. She was a pretty good eater. She yeah. liked both sides. <laughs> <laughs> And she was good. She was just like a good baby all around. She still is like her, her sleeping. She was, she was always ready to go to bed. And Mm -hmm. she was almost sometimes even falling asleep as I was nursing. So Yeah. But that's, that's another thing I look for is um, if a baby is like excessively fussy. um, Also, if they're a colic, if they have sleep issues. 
Um, and then another red flag too that you might want to seek out a chiropractor is if they arch their back a lot. Um, I hear a lot of that happen too, um, but that can be a sign of increased intracranial pressure. Um, so basically in, inside their nervous system, that fluid has a buildup of pressure. Um, so an, an adjustment can help realign the bones in the spine, which can help um, release that pressure. Huh. So would that be kind of when you're holding them, they start arching their back or where would you see that? Um, really anytime. Um, I usually I get described like if you're trying to change them and even too, if their legs are straight out very rigid, um, that can be a sign too. So if you're having trouble changing them on their t- changing table, um, I even had another patient who would always do it getting in their car seat. Um, but I, I usually too, if, if they're doing it, it's something you would be very aware of. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like, obviously for mom, like if you're feeling any kind of like pain or discomfort, those are going to be your own personal red flags oh, Yes. in postpartum. When do you consider it? Oh, this is just normal everyday situation or, or, you know, this is probably something that I should seek chiropractic care for. Oh, sure. Um, so really the biggest thing, um, would be if, I mean, if you have aches and pains, um, like I said, you really shouldn't have pain during breastfeeding. Um, cause I, I see a lot of women that have constant pain, daily pain, and I'm the first person to tell them like that, that's not normal. Um, so even too, if you have any muscle spasms, that could be a sign, um, aching, burning, but also too, you don't necessarily have to have pain to get adjusted as well. Um, it can help just reconnect that brain to body communication, um, and which allows your body to function better as a whole. Gotcha. And what is, I guess, for somebody who has never been to a chiropractor, where, where is the limitation? Like, I'm trying to say, like, if you, if you feel like pain in your hands, even, or, or like you were saying, like down your legs, or if Mm -hmm. like, you know, like shooting pains there. Yeah. Yeah. That is something that you can also address, right? Oh, for sure. Um, with breastfeeding too, some women, um, because all the nerves that go to your hands, they come out through your neck, um, and go through your brachial plexus. And, um, sometimes with that forward head posture, you can put strain on that area, um, and experience even numbness and tingling in your arm, in your fingers. And that again is not normal. Right. Yeah. Cause I think that was something that I didn't really fully understand before I started going to you that, you know, headaches could be something that a chiropractor could fix. Mm-hmm. Like, and how your, your spine is so interconnected to every part of your body. Yeah. And even too, like, if I don't have the answer, like I'll find someone who does, or I'll refer you out because, um, even like postnatal, I, I have some exercises to start helping with your pelvic floor, but I'm, I'm not an expert. So there are some fantastic, um, practices in the area that I love to refer out to. And then what would be some long-term effects that we would need to consider, you know, if after a while, you know, we're just continuing to tolerate pain or we're just kind of shrugging it off, like what could, what could be some long-term effects? Sure. Um, So during your pregnancy, 
if you let that subluxation go uncorrected, it can lead to difficult labor or dystocia. Um, and that is caused by inadequate uterine dysfunction, um, pelvic contraction, and baby malposition. So essentially, um, too, if baby's not in the right position, you could have back labor um, or just a, a longer labor in general. Um, and then two, if you let these posture changes go um, unaddressed, that could lead to a hyperkyphosis in the spine or very, um, in that thoracic spine, so where your rib cage is. I'm sure you, you've heard of dowager's hump before, um, but that's that hump that you might see in like little, little old lady or men um, at that big bone, that C7 bone that I mentioned before. Um, and that's my biggest concern too. Um, but I also too, that's in the very far future. But if you're leaving your shoulders rounded, your chest muscles tight and your back muscles weak, it's only going to get worse. Um, and then two, subluxation untreated can lead to a number of health, health issues. Um, like, um, I mean, anything to do with the nervous system, like acid reflux, um, sinus issues, oh, oh, anxiety, depression. I, I see all types of issues, um, but it can even help with aging alone because I'm sure, too, we're at, we're at that age when aging becomes important. Um, but it can help our bodies adapt to this gravity pool we feel every day. Um, so something naturally that happens throughout our lives is, um, DDD is degenerative disc disease. Um, so these are all the discs between the vertebra. They just get smaller over time, um, because of that gravity and everything we put our bodies through. So adjusting, um, and having regular adjustments throughout your life just can help combat all of this as well. And then I guess kind of, you know, if, if the, somebody that's listening is, is pregnant, obviously like they can be proactive and be going to appointments before labor. And then how we had said, you know, after labor soon after you can, but what about if it's been a year postpartum or, or longer, you know, can you still address some of those issues? Oh, yeah. Um, I always say, like, if something has happened for that long um, and it's gone untreated, like, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, your pain didn't arrive in just one day. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer to get you to that point um, of having relief. Um, so I just let women know, or any patient, that it might take a little bit longer. But I, I try to let women know that chiropractic can help with those issues. Awesome. So if we are a mama who is either just had a baby or or maybe a few years after and we are experiencing some pain, what would kind of be the best thing for us to do right now? The best thing. Um, so you can reach out um, to me personally, and I can help direct you. Um, my website and email. So my website's gomodernchiropractic.com. So G O 
gomodernchiropractic.com. And my email would be that same, gomodernchiropractic at gmail.com. So you can email me if you have any questions or need direction. Um, or if you want to go by yourself to the icpa4kids.com. Um, that can actually direct you to a Webster certified chiropractor in your area. Um, and two, it will also show who is actually taking the whole course of ICPA training. Um, so this would be good too for pediatrics more so. Um, and then as well, um, my Instagram is at modernchirogvl. Um, you can always reach out through there for me. And I also have a lot of education on there as well about um, posture, exercises, and neurology as well. Yay, that sounds so exciting. I I definitely feel like it was it was super helpful and something that I would do again, like during pregnancy. Like I said, I don't know how to compare it um, without chiropractic care and with, but I for sure think it was something that really helped me feel better and utilize. Just as an example, and also too, I'll, I'll quickly say, if you want any case studies or research, email me and I'll, I'll send those to you. I meant to include some of that today. Um, but I, I actually did a case study on my patient in clinics that I mentioned before. Um, and her first labor, um, I can't remember the exact hours, but I want to say her first labor, which I know is typically longer, I want to say it was around 18 hours. Um, and it was a vaginal birth. And I treated her from literally her first appointment was she had just found out she was pregnant through her postpartum. And her second birth was a, a bullet train baby. Um, where I'm, I'm pretty sure I need to go back and look, but I can email you my case study too. Um, baby was born within, I think it was three to six hours from like the first contraction. Um, wow. yeah, so she did not get her water birth, but everyone was safe and happy in the end. Um, but it's just a big testament to what chiropractic and making sure your body is in the proper alignment, um, can help your body function how it was made to. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like I've, I've heard that from a lot of people. And I mean, you and I both know how my birth ended. So I don't know how long it would have been. But I, I want to believe that it, <laughs> it would have been shorter. I mean, after 24 hours and um then it was just kind of time to call it, but yeah. And I do. I try to remind my patients that too. It's hard to plan birth, um, but in the end, if there's a healthy mom and healthy baby, that's all that matters. Right. Yeah. Well, this has been very, very fun and very educational. I am so thankful for having you here and telling us all about how chiropractic care can help during pregnancy and even postpartum. So I am. Very thankful for that and happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Well, this wraps up yet another episode of Entering Motherhood. I hope that you have found this episode helpful. And if you liked it, please share it with others who might also benefit from this information. 
If there's anything that you'd like to know more about, or maybe you know someone who'd like to be on the show, please visit my website, enteringmotherhood.com. I'm so thrilled to be going on this journey with you and getting the amazing opportunity to help moms during this postpartum experience.